He did five. Well, we hit record at the same time, so it doesn't Listen, really no, 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 matter. Listen, no, no, it's fine. I clapped at five and also ten. Nice. I just oh, had a really, right. like, pathetic, like, a pathetic, like, wet clap at five seconds. So <laughs> That's fine. I mean, there's, there's still a sick point. A clap's a clap, it, you know? It shows yeah. up in the waveform, and that's what really matters. It shows matters. up in the waveform, it even does. if it is just Mine a was... little bit pathetic. <laughs> Mine was not particularly strong this time either, Sarah. Um, on that note, what the, f- <laughs> what the fuck is up, Duelists? Welcome to Pod Agreed, the world's only official Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast officially sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Audrey. Audrey? That was an interesting thing I did with my own name. I'm Audrey, a.k.a. Uh, Glow Moss is just a little creature. He cannot change this. He's just a little guy. <laughs> uh, I'm Dan, and hey, forget about it. I'm the dual filler. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Hey, uh, I'm Sarah, and like, for a white, I'm pretty interesting. <laughs> and I'm Argyle, uh, and I'm the five-time video game champion. What video game? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> it's Mario Kart. It's Mario Kart 8. Mm. I love esports. <laughs> so, just a little bit of preface. Uh, I woke up at 3pm today. We're recording at 5pm. Uh, I didn't have enough time to watch <laughs> the episodes. This is in part because uh, Yu-Gi-Oh.com decided, Wonderful you know what's website. up next? You know what's up next? The episode 2 episodes from now. So I watched that episode instead of this one. Uh, and so I've watched one of the episodes. Didn't this watch the other. This is a plot against us by Yu-Gi-Oh.com to sabotage our podcast, to make us the, you know, the number two po- podcast officially sponsored by Kaiba Corp. But I will not accept this. Dan, can I ask, is the dino DNA in a future episode? It's it episode is in the 21. very next episode, next week. Okay, because I was like, what? You, what? Okay, I feel better now. Because even when you showed the clip, I'm like, this doesn't look familiar. Yeah, it's, right. it's, in, it's in the next one. I noticed that. I, I also watched it on Yu-Gi-Oh.com, but I did notice that before I clicked next episode. So I, I watched the correct ones. Don't worry. We, we can all have some privilege. So, um, speaking of this week's episode... Um, we're we're watching uh, in the sub episode seventy one and seventy two. Episode seventy one is versus the game champ, the giant battleship Ter- uh, Tetrin takes off. You know, um, before we get into these episodes, I we have no guest today. We are <laughs> guest free. Fucking finally, I hate guests. Only. Yeah, I got a fucking guest. We're um, cringe, but we're guest free. <laughs> I mean, look, the thing is, when I set up for guests, I did not take into account that maybe if I asked someone to be on a podcast, they didn't want to be one on one in five months, at most maybe two months. You see, the thing about guests, you can't just let them do what, you can't let them run around and do what they want. You have to carefully wrangle them and listen, we'll never learn. But... Hey, it's, it's fun having them on. But but the reason I brought this having... up is because, you know, we haven't just hung out in a wee while. And I just wanted to ask how you guys were. How's it going, everyone? Well, we especially haven't hung out in a wee while with just, like, hosts. That includes you, Sarah. Mm, so, yeah, you, yeah. Hi. the last couple episodes you've been on, and those are the first ones in a while, were both guest episodes, so. 
So mm-hmm. not to- we love to we love to see a homie. What's yeah. up? What's good, homie? You go first. Yeah, so my history with Yu-Gi-Oh! is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, and uh, have I been? Have I been? Um, fuck, I don't know, man. I went and I climbed up a hill this weekend. We're swimming hot. in a fucking lake? Yeah. Um, what else? It's hot? I, it's hot? To... I, bet it's, I bet it's like 80 degrees Fahrenheit over there. It's a fucking scorcher, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm nodding and smiling. I know what that means. What um, is it in Celsius? I can translate. I'm Canadian. Like 27. Okay, wait. Give me one second. It's 54. It is like 86 degrees. Yeah, that's oh, respectable. No. That's horrible. So, yeah. yeah, for here, that's like the hottest it ever gets. But I don't know. I'm fine. I'm just... I was walking around today. Wait, did like, you say oh, 27? Like... Yeah. That's 80. That's 80. 80 degrees. 80.6. That's what I said. 80... Point six. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you said eighty-six. <laughs> I can't there hear. Was, there is a point in there for sure. So I was exactly uh-huh, right. Yes, it's eighty degrees over there. <laughs> yeah, I was just walking around. I walked to the post office today, and I was like, "No, oh, this is like when I used to live in Brazil. How nice!" And then, like everyone else is fucking dying. I mean, I'm dying too, but I'm like, uh, been here. So that's how I am. Yeah. Cool. Who wants to go next? I can go next. Uh, well, right before starting <laughs> starting recording, I stepped on a staple, so that wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that said, today is exactly the one month mark before my thirtieth birthday. Oh piss! Which is oh piss! <laughs> uh, just a second, just a second. Uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, wait, no. We're gonna I, hear I'm, furious. I'm, I'm, uh, no, 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 it's good. Don't delete recording from the Pokemon Center. <laughs> I have started recording again. I had to yes. swap microphones, but I, I could. I, we're what? just gonna need to sync have up. Have you again, actually stopped all. recording, or, or was that a bit? We're good. Quick, start recording uh, again. Okay. I felt much prouder I, of that clap and also the fact that I did a really big burp after it. I feel robust and refreshed. You're a monster. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so to who, to whoever's editing, that's why the first like five minutes or so of my audio sounds weird. And uh, also I clapped a little, just a smidgen early, like maybe a quarter of a second early on that one right there. So, you, you know, mm-hmm. adjust accordingly. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were going to Billy Max into doing it, I'm sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know, possibly. I think it might be Dan's turn this week. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, continue, Audrey. Oh, yeah, oh. I'm just saying, it's one month before my 30th birthday. I'm making a big deal with my 30th birthday. It's gonna be fun. Yay! Yeah, I, it sounded uh, like a real fucking rager, but unfortunately I won't be able to go. I'm sorry. So I have something else to talk to you about, Argyle, actually. Ooh. What's up? About me? Yeah, yes, potentially, but we'll, we'll, I'll talk about it after we finish recording with you. Okay. Mm. Spicy. Our great how have you been? Uh I've been I've been doing pretty good. Uh we're just preparing to move back into the house. It's we're almost done with repairs. Holy shit. Has it been more it's than been, a year? It's been almost a year. Jeez. Hurricane Laura struck in August of twenty twenty, right towards the end of it, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, it's been one year. It's been since Laura uh, yeah. looked at you. L- living, in, living in this god... Yeah, looked at me. <laughs> Ugh, that's one way of putting it. 
so uh, it, it's pretty exciting. We went mattress shopping on Sunday. We we got we got new bed. Ooh. New beds for everyone. New bed, so new that, bed goofing. That's nice. Yeah, new bed goofing. So uh new bed? Yeah. It's only it's only gonna be like like a few more weeks. Smash is so my skateboard. Until, until we're able to until we're able to move back in. Yeah. Uh, nice. Oh god. Uh, Can't wait. I just realized it's one week until my birthday. Ah! Yeah! Oh, one week. Yeah. It'll be. Damn. Kind of threading the needle between me and Argyle there. I'll <laughs> With be the birthday turning... and the one month, one year. I'll, I'll be turning 27 on the 27th. Uh, Hell no. Nice. Hell yeah. That's very auspicious. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Other than, other than you can that. You join the famous club. Uh, yeah. I... Uh, I will be, uh, what else? Oh, I, uh, botched a repair job on an old laptop that my mom and sister needed repaired. I'm gonna have to bear that news to them. Uh, Oh, tits. Uh, other than that, uh, I, nothing's immediately coming to mind. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh... Cool. You want to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh then? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Hang on, I just let me finish taking a big sippy, all right? Yeah, no, take 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 your sippies. Very important. Everybody sippy. take a sippy. Um, we'll get to what our sippies are later, I'm sure. But for now, we have episode seventy-one. No, yeah. You can you <laughs> can take a sippy, but don't fucking tell us what it is, goddamn it. <laughs> yeah, at least once. Don't you dox your us. fucking sippy. You can tell us once. <laughs> Yeah, if anyone says what their sippy is, we'll have to send something. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, yeah. The, the 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 crunchy rules subtitle is versus game champ b dot e dot s dot tetran comma launch. I don't know what that any of that means. I also wasn't really paying attention to this episode that hard because I was trying to take notes on my phone, which takes me a long time. Um, what is the title of the dub? Episode 19, Duel Fellas. Okay. I'm going to either kill or kiss whatever member of the four kids team comes up with these ti- came up with these titles. Haven't decided which yet. I'm going to take them out on a date or like assassination. Not sure. We'll find out. Um... Oh, it's just okay. So this starts with Napoleon talking to uh, Chaz because mm-hmm. Chaz is like, "Oh, hey, we we're we're white, and we would like to be a dorm." And Napoleon's like, "Okay, well, obviously, Vice Principal Kronos won't let you do that, but you know, maybe I'll let you do that if you defeat Yuki Jinai. And that's yeah. kind of the setup of the episode. Yeah, yeah. So if if you get rid of the Slifer Red dorm. I will make sure that your white dorm replaces it, even though everybody in Obelisk Blue has been converted to white, so it seems like that one's already gone. But I digress. Yeah. He's he's also uh, doing a video call on the toilet. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, right. He is on the toilet. I'm glad you guys got that. Oh, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, they even play a toilet flushing sound. Uh, Again, he's got his pants on. Uh, Again, I guess as long as it it can be aired on America's Funniest Home Videos. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, what uh, Manjome does is basically finds a guy to go duel uh, Judai, and the guy they find has the most rancid vibes, mostly because he has Honda hair. Really? He does have Honda hair, Okay, but you can't hold that against him. It's not his fault he has Honda hair. Okay, but I will, though. It could also be chemo hair, possibly. Okay, so the thing about this duelist is he's a three-time video game champion, uh, and in the dub, his name is Lorenzo, and Lorenzo, and he is, you know, you remember how Joey Wheeler was very. You remember Joey Wheeler? Remember how he was very aggressively from Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. What if they made a character that was even more aggressively from New York, uh, and and specifically Italian, and very specifically like- Italian, yes. <laughs> Like, Wheeler, New York, but we don't know if he's Italian or not. This guy, definitely Italian. Yeah. Uh, he's always saying, like... He, 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 sounds, he sounds like a fucking... From, like, Mario from the Super Mario Brothers show. I'm just gonna watch the clip here. He's calling everyone Paisano. He's okay. saying, hey, I'm walking here. Hey. Hey, bada bing! <laughs> <laughs> you aliens think you can take on Lorenzo? <laughs> Forget about it. Stop wasting quarters. He's saying, hey, bada bing. Bada bing. Forget about it. Forget about it. Hey. This is incredible. Wow. <laughs> this is what He's Chrono really should have been. This is what Kronos could. This is what we could have had. I mean, no, well, no. Kronos, Kronos is from the old country. Okay, he does not talk like one of those. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. No, he should have been like pure Italiano, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfiltered, raw. <laughs> anyway, he is in in the sub. I don't know if you actually get a name for what he's a champion of, but he is the undefeated champion of shooting game. Huh. Is that the name of the game? I thought it was like the genre. I thought that was like no. what they were calling like retro arcade games. No. That is Fuck. the name of the game. It is shooting game. It seems to be Gradius. They could I mean, it's definitely supposed to be Gradius. Oh, His yeah. deck is based on Gradius. Like, you know, it's Yeah. But uh they they don't even they don't name like even the genre of game that he's Playing. We see it, right? Like we see the shoot 'em up game that he's playing, but he doesn't say that it's a shoot 'em up or anything. That man is playing Galaga. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm the sorry. thing is, no, Galaga. Galaga is a Namco game. They can't have that. It, sorry, it is. I mean, this is a game that Konami owns and advertises. Don't know why they didn't. didn't... I mean, they've li- they've literally had like Duke Devlin played the Gradius card yeah. in Duel Monsters. Uh, yeah, this episode really went over my head because I do I have no idea what this man is doing. I don't know what Greenius is. I don't know what gaming is, really. So I just kind I mean of you, you don't really you don't really need to know. It's just a fun deck. Um, so anyway, but, it's a fun deck. So uh, uh, J- Jaden has a cold for some reason. This comes up in the first couple minutes of the episode so and never comes back. Funny. Okay, so what happens here is that. So the deal that Bonaparte has made, that that Napoleon has made with Manjame, he's like, listen, 
Cronus is never going to agree to give you your white dorm. But if you eradicate, if you be Judai and you eradicate Osiris Red, I will go behind his back and I will turn Obelisk Blue into the white dorm. Whatever. Sounds great. And, uh, and Manjabe is like, yeah, no problem. That was my plan the entire time. Newsflash, asshole. I was planning <laughs> on crushing Judai this entire time. And it's this Japanese, um, superstition that when someone is talking about you, you sneeze. Oh, mm-hmm. right, right. That is a... So yeah, it I'm cuts, aware of that superstition. Yeah, so it cuts over to Judai sneezing right after Manjame has has this conversation. Um, oh no! So he goes. He rather he goes to um, Ginryusei, which is this Galaga guy's name in uh, in the sub, um, and is like, "You have to be Judai." And they're just talking about Judai a lot, and then it cuts over to Judai who sneezes because he's being talked about. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, this kind of implies that Judai is just constantly sneezing because Judai's like, oh my god, is someone talking about me? And, like, show and his friends are like, bro, fucking everyone talks about you all the time. Like, I bet girls are just being like, oh, Judai, he's so cute. And, like, it sort of implies that Judai is just constantly sneezing because everyone's talking about him. Mm-hmm. Which right. is quite fun. He is the main character. Um, Yeah, we don't get that, but instead we get that the the reason I assume that the reason Cyrus is doing the the uwu face in in the sub is because of he's talking about the girls being yeah. all over him. But in here, it's because Alexis has invited him on a secret date. Has invited uh, Show that, or no, Cyrus? N- no, Jaden. J- yeah. Okay, so it's okay. almost like the the he, he gave Jaden like a letter and was like, "Hey, meet me in the 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 space room." So it's almost actually the exact opposite okay, yeah. in the sub where, like, the three of them, Misawa, Sho, and Judai are together and Asuka's like, hey, uh, come meet me in the space room. This is not up for question. And Judai's like, okay. And Misawa, Mr. All Book Smarts, No Street Smarts over here is like, ooh, do you think it's a confession? And Sho's like, no, you idiot. It's not a fucking confession. Like, this is clearly something to do with the Society of Light bullshit. Yeah, because it's like the gang basically get, like, uh, strong-armed into going to the space museum place. They just, they're just, like, surrounded by white... whites. Yeah. There's so many whites. Yeah, Yeah, a a bunch of white people show up and they say, Hey, bud, hey, bub, you're coming with us. You're going to the space room. Uh, and they, for some reason, yeah, they, they've turned it into, it's supposed to, like, Alexis invited Jaden to it, and Jaden's just late, and that's why they're here to come retrieve him. (laughs) Um, but yeah, they go to the space room. On their way there, they pass through the dueling museum. Yeah. Which has a bunch of old dueling equipment. This was really cool. I wish we saw more of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, also on the way. Yeah, you can see, like, the big, like... Like dueling towers from like uh duel monsters. Uh yeah. those like things they stood on in like season one. <laughs> yeah, the from the the duelist kingdom like dueling platforms. Uh they had that she says that they had the first duel disc in here. That would have been really cool if they had used those like old duel discs that you had to throw yeah. like a frisbee. God, that oh. would be oh. good. Yeah. I I also like 
So as they're as we're walking through that, Oscar's like, anyway, have you heard the good news? And Judai's like, this isn't like you, Oscar. What's going on? Giraffe Madagascar voice. Why are you white? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and she's like, it's great. You will also be white someday. Yeah, it's like. It is, like, because I listened to last week's Pot of Great episode and you guys were like, yeah, things are, like, serious now. Chaz's funny Farquaad voice white is no longer a joke. It's now, oh shit, white. And, like, hearing, like, Alexis be like, ha ha, society of light is like, oh fuck, oh shit. Um, you hate to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, like, they get to the sort of the space part of the Julie Museum and, uh... He's fucking bada bing bada boom is waiting for them. Did you watch the dubs this week, Sarah? No, I I didn't. I just don't know what his name is. It's Lorenzo. Lorenzo! It's Ginry, you say. Okay, I just have him written down as Honda because I just couldn't catch his name. (laughs) That's fine. Sorry. Yep. (laughs) No, Um... it's fine. But yeah, like, so they're, they're, he's basically here to duel. The Manjome sort of sets up that the stakes of this duel are going to be the existence of Slifer Red. Um, to, yes. to which, like, Judai is like, okay, Manjome, like, why would you want to do this? Manjome's like, I have my reasons. And Judai's just like, okay, and accepts the duel. I mean, they argue a little bit in the mm. dub because they're just like, well, the, the stakes are just, like, not at all equal. Because if Jaden wins, it's just like, okay. Great, you win. Good for you. But if you lose, your dorm gets destroyed. Yeah. Uh, so, Seems fair. He agrees anyways because nobody calls Jaden a chicken and he loves to duel. So Yeah, I, I just think it's very funny that like he just hears out all these reasons and then just like accepts anyway because he's Jaden mm-hmm. Yuki. Yeah. And he can't refuse just to like duel. To, just, like, just like to play card games. He just well, what can to I say? play card games. Um, uh, but yeah, then the they, duel they, starts. They start the duel. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Lorenzo's whole thing is he's got this Gradius deck. He plays the BES archetype, which is based on Gradius. The BES stands for Bacterian Empire Ship. Okay, by the way. I was I I was gonna ask that because I have no. Was this ever mentioned in the duel? Absolutely not. I had okay, to look this up. Okay, I see. I, I see. Didn't remember what it stood for. Yeah, I, I this uh, duel again went over my head. I was just like, "Oh, cool, fucking space invaders." Cool. There's there's a lot that goes <laughs> on in this duel. The most important thing that you need to know about this duel is that, um, Gin is actually somehow stupider than Judai. He is extremely stupid, <laughs> right? It is incredibly uh. remarkable that Gin Gin is the most. Head empty, no thoughts, bitch. We have seen in this show so far, which is saying a lot. It's saying which a is lot. fair because, like, the BES deck, it's a pretty no thoughts deck, right? It's very aggressive. It's a, it's all about just like the the one of the big cards is called Boss Rush. Yeah, and it's just about getting like all of the cards are really high level, so you can't summon them without sacrificing them, without sacrificing normally. So it's based a lot around special summoning these cards. Uh, which boss rush doesn't allow you to normal summon, so you can't sacrifice anymore. Uh, it's actually a lot. This archetype is actually a lot better now. It has a a, a card that was uh released just a few years ago. Um, 
called BEF Zelos that is extremely, extremely good. Mm-hmm. Boss Rush has a really big downside. Zelos does not. Um, so, but yeah, the thing about Boss Rush is that it allows you, whenever one of these uh, BES cards is destroyed and sent to the graveyard, it allows you to special summon another one, right? So you can just keep re- like playing these cards over and over again. But the downside is that you can't normal summon or set cards. So if you are... We'll, we'll get to that, how that plays out later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's he has these really, really big cards that are hard to defeat. And they all has, also have special effects that we'll get into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, I, I went into this in detail because I like this deck a lot. I've played it before. It's a, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun deck. Um, and uh, to be fair, like, Gin is playing all these cards and Judai's just watching him like, all right, go off, Wreck-It Ralph. Like, <laughs> yeah. do you? <laughs> yeah, I'm not much of a video gamer myself, but... Uh, yeah, because at some point... I, I guess I kind of understand what's going come, on. At some point, you know, like, okay, I mean, I've, I've played shooting game. I can probably beat this. My favorite part, I can't remember what it is exactly he does, but Judai, like, actually, he... Gin has some cards face down. And Judai looks at it, and he, he invokes some sort of strategy that I forgot to write down. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> uh, I'm very good at podcasting. And mm-hmm. did any of us write them down? Because I sure didn't. <laughs> I didn't take I didn't. any notes. I, I had Jesus. very I had little time. Down. Yeah, well, I to be fair, yeah, notes. Dan, you had extenuating circumstances. Um, but yeah, he, he, like, Judah actually engages in some form of strategy, and <laughs> Gin's on the other side being like, oh my god. How did you Strategy? do that? How did you do that? And like, Gina's like, I, I used my brain cells for I like used, five minutes. I used strategy. I used yeah. strategy and tactics, and I made a plan. And it's like, what the fuck is a brain cell? What the fuck is a strategy? It is so remarkable how stupid Gin is. I love this boy so much, and that he's that they made someone who is even denser than Judai for once. And actually, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, and and uh, actually, well, there, there's a great line later on that Judai says, and everyone's like, I can't believe those words left your yeah. mouth right now, but we'll get to that in a bit. I mean, that's the next note I have, even though it's kind of near oh. the end of the deal. I don't have any yeah. actual notes in the deal. Like, that's my next thing that I have that I want to talk about. So I have, I have two more notes before that. Um, one note is that because... Um, Riosa uses, uh, Gin uses this, this Gladius deck, right? And as soon as he summons his first, like, giant spaceship, Judai looks at it, and he's like, oh, well, I'm not a huge gamer, but I have played this game, and I do know that I can just attack the core, and you'll die. And I was, all I could think of was like, oh, we're getting some, like, nice classic dual monsters bullshit for a while. It's like, yeah, destroy the moon? <laughs> Hell yeah, that works. Yeah. Attack core. its core and disregard its attack points. Love that for you. Um. So I remember this. Jaden does use an actual strategy here. Also, I want to note, he does use like Versinatrix and all his old cards. I just sort of assumed they were all yeah, gone. All of, the, all of the old elemental heroes are still in his deck, as it turns out. He uses them a lot in these, uh, yeah. these two episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, that means Electrum is also still here. Unfortunately. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. innovating while uh, paying homage to the classics. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 
I uh, love when people do that. Um, so his... yeah, so uh, Lorenzo is also able to use this call card called Shield Recovery to put counters on the cards. Now, normally, this is not how this works. This is not how this works in the actual game. But uh, usually, they have counters placed on them when they are summoned, and this lets them activate special effects, such as Crystal Core is able to destroy spell or trap cards whenever it uh, whenever it has counters on it, and this also makes them immune to being destroyed by battle. Uh, Dan, and well, the, the reason he, this is why he is able to go after the core of the ship is because one of them just doesn't have any shields on it. Um, go ahead. What were you going to oh, say? Oh, uh, just Dan. What were you saying about the strategy here? So, from what I remember, what he does is he has this. Uh, he uses this elemental hero. This is a new one too. It's it's one of the Neo. Yeah, this ones. is new. This is Neo Spatian Grand Mole. Yeah, he's like a mole with drills on him. Uh, a drill he's a little guy. He's cute. A funny little guy. He's kind of cute. He's pretty funny. Yeah, I, cool. cute. Before you continue, Dan, can I just make one small comment about something that Judai says here? Mm-hmm. So throughout this entire duel, uh, Gin has been, like, negging Judai. He's been like, all your monsters are runs. And Judai's like, don't call my monsters runs. And he's like, all my monsters are bosses. That's boss rush, and anyone who has the most bosses wins because they have the most aggressive power, etc. I don't have time for runs. I don't have time for, like, red shirts or whatever. Uh, and Judai's like, you're being really rude. And then at one point, he's like, Judai's like, do you enjoy dueling? <laughs> and and uh, Gin's like, why would I need to enjoy it when I win? And he's just like, here, he's like, Bro, have you ever considered having fun while playing games? Dude, I, dude, I fucking hate dueling, man. I just, I just like winning. Like the thing he says is, he's like, I don't think you get what makes a duel fun. Um, and then he goes on to say, like, oh, dueling, it's like, you know, it's just, it's more deep than that. At which, fucking Charles Manjo yes, does profound, the, like, the biggest, profound. most aghast, like. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, did so you says, not just Whoa. say the word deep and like <laughs> in the so in the fan subs which is what I'm watching now mm-hmm, Judai's mm-hmm. like dueling's more profound than that and Judai and, and Manjame's just like profound from Judai's mouth yeah everybody yeah in the dub they're like whoa has he grown up has he matured a little bit I'm like I don't like, <laughs> I just it was Manjame's reaction to this he was just the most like almost like appalled that I've ever seen him and I'm like the the word deep also comes up in like the next episode when Judai is talking about like oh this is there's something deep to dueling or I guess profound in the other translation I'm like I'm what is this like a bit that like I haven't picked up on having not seen some other is this a recurring thing that Judai is like investigating the depth of his dueling abilities or something What's going on here I guess I I guess it's like you know he came back from neo space and so now he's just like yeah, fucking enlightened. He, he has, he's experienced ego death, so now he he knows the true meaning of like life and dueling and everything. Yeah. So, so he has an enlightened perspective. Yeah, you know? forty two actually is the amount of cards that you have in a Yu Gi Oh deck. That's that's mm-hmm. true. Um, that's what it means. So um, yeah. So he he summons drill mole. He summons the drill mole, and the thing about drill mole is that he attacks the the big core with it. And he takes a lot of damage because Drill Mole fucking sucks. It's got like 900 <laughs> attack and Big Core has uh, way more than that. Yeah. Like 1,400 more, I believe. So he's knocked down to 100 life points. But, but, but the thing is, the thing is, 
Grand Mole, big, big bad mole man, he has a special effect, which is that when he attacks a monster, he sends both himself and the other monster back to his hand. And the thing about this is, it's really cool, is that Boss Rush's effect of summoning another BES monster, uh, like special summoning one, only comes into effect if your BES monster is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard. Since it was sent back to his hand and not destroyed, uh, that does not activate it. And so now he cannot summon any of his BES cards. Yeah. He can't normal summon or set either. So he is like shit out of luck. He can't summon any monsters. Which is cool. Even I, who was barely paying attention to this episode, to be honest, um, like, whenever that happened, I was like, oh, pointing Leo DiCaprio pointing at the screen, like, oh, he's broken his, like, chin of summoning big monsters. Hell yeah. And I thought it was cool. So, you know, they pulled it through for me. <laughs> okay. Personally. No, yeah, it's it's a cool, like, turning his own card against him yeah. uh, thing. Yeah, which he does which in the is, next episode as well. Yeah, I was going to say that. Themes. Very- yes, yes, the next episode is also huge on this. GX- like, even more so. Yeah, GX Season 2, Judai Learned Strategy. Um, I have one note here that... Uh, this is basically the end of the duel. I have one note yeah. here that we've basically... That I guess we missed at some point. Um, which is, at some point... Oh, it, it is right... No, it is right here, actually. Is this where when he Judai's, shuffles the cards? Yes, this is where he <laughs> shuffles the cards. So Judai's, Judai's like, all right, I have 100 life points, but that's okay because I'm going to play a card that puts uh, the exact right card on that I want, like, on top of my deck, and I'm just going to draw it and I'm going to kick your ass. And uh, Gain's like, no, 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 I will not allow you to do that. I'm going to engage in some Chris Angel bullshit here. <laughs> Yes, plays, some some close up street magic. Mind freak, um, and he <laughs> he plays a magic card that allows him to shuffle Judai's deck um, entirely. He comes over, he's just like aggressively shuffle it. You know how like in West Side Story, my man should get a job as like a, a fucking poker dealer for real. Okay, he's got he's got he's got moves. Okay, so you know how in like West Side Story, the gangs aggressively snap at each other. That's essentially <laughs> what Gain is doing here, except with shuffling. He's aggressively shuffling at Judai. Actually, maybe maybe he shouldn't because he seems pretty fucking bad at shuffling cards. <laughs> mm. uh, given given what happens yeah, that's, directly that's afterwards, true. he's like making eye contact and doing all these shuffling tricks. And there's like he's like, all right. Now draw. And Judai draws, and he's like, cool, I got exactly the card I wanted anyway. Yeah, he still what got Neos. What it really looks like he does is just, you know, spread his arms wide, Christo Redentor style, and just, like, pass the cards between them without changing their order in any way. Mind Freak. He Mind freaks my Mind bean. Freak. And That's I the also- power of Scientology. <laughs> God, I also really love the way when he like announces he's gonna shuffle the cards, he like kind of like sprint jogs in a yeah. very like ungainly like yeah, goofy yeah, fashion like, over to the other side of the arena. Because like in other deals, whenever they've been like, oh, and now I must shuffle your deck, they like either like walk over really coolly or it just cuts to them being on the other side of the arena. But this is like the first time it's really emphasized that they're on like a big fucking yeah. deal space, and it's just like really awkward and really funny and. God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a very comedic duel. Uh, like he is, <laughs> and up right, and I love it too because right before that, he's like, he's really panicking. He's like, he's got his back up against the wall because of this boss rush uh, downside, uh, and he's like, "Fuck, 
fuck, what am I gonna do? And then he plays this, and he's he he thinks he's got. Now he's he's really gonna turn it around, but. Um. Hmm. And it's good. Yeah, I also think it's worth mentioning, like whenever he is shuffling the cards, he's like, oh, oh I got it with this jewel, or else Sayu will never sponsor me for pearl jeweling. At which point, Judai <laughs> is like, "That's a shit motivation," and wins. Bro, have you ever had him. fun? Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he does not care about this, the Scientology, the the Society of Light shit. He just wants to get into the pro dueling circuit by through Sayo. Yeah, which is why he's doing because this. it's like so- at this up until this point, we it's not really mentioned, but like it's becomes clear now that he hasn't been like brainwashed into joining the Scientology yeah. cult. He just like joined it because he wanted <laughs> Sayo to notice him and sponsor him. And you Don't know, get used once, to that. Exactly. Once he does lose the duel, and like Judai, Judai comes over to me like, "Oh hey, good duel, man." Says the line for a white, you're a pretty interesting guy. Haha, <laughs> white. Pretty fly for um, a white guy. Exactly. Um, and then gets Scientology mind crushed. Yeah, he gets Jigsaw a mind voice crush. game over. Yeah, damn, what a shame. They were they were about to go out for cannolis too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, is that a real dub line? The- yes. Yeah. Fuck. yeah. Jane's like, you owe me a couple of cannolis, don't you? And he's like, yeah. Oh, God, I love the Sopranos. And, and, and then and then he gets mind freaked. He gets his being yeah, freaked. This is literally, like, he's having a good time. By the way, right before, like, Judai beats him, he summons Neos. And mm. uh, Gein is actually like, that's so cool. And Judai's like, fuck, I know, right? And then he... He wins, and, like, Gin's like, hell yeah, that was awesome! And then, as Judai's talking to him, Sai was like, Jigsaw voice, game over! Yeah, yeah. And, like, his, um, like, hair bleeds to white, and then he stands up and yeah. is like, have you heard the good news? Specific- Yeah, this doesn't happen to anybody else, <laughs> I don't know why it happens to the gamer. Specifically, uh, specifically the line that Sayo says, which I think is very interesting, is, your future belongs to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Um, which is Just. interesting, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, that is the end of the episode. Game over, and now game on. Let's get it. Woohoo! Let's go. Oh. Get your game on. Sarah, what game gardening have you been doing? Um, so, have you guys heard of a little game released in 2017 called Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? No. Yes, I love that game. Um, so, Christine's been playing it. She's probably playing it downstairs right now. Um, Hell yeah. But this weekend, we decided to actually go outside and do Breath of the Wild shit in real life, by which I mean we climbed up a hill. And we swam in a lake, and then we climbed down the hill, and we went home. Cool. Nice. I had a really nice swim in a mountain lake this weekend, and that's my game of the week. Thanks. Fantastic. Nice. Uh Uh-huh. Popcorn Argyle. All right. I have also been playing a Legend of Zelda (laughs) game. It's Skyward Sword. It's the one from ten years ago, but now it's on the Switch. Uh, I it's got new controls. You don't have to use the motion plus anymore, which is good because I'm left-handed and it didn't look. Yeah, yeah. I had an all right time with the original game. I I, I do prefer the control stick controls. The new ones. <laughs> the Wii is they weird if well. you're left-handed. Yeah. Uh. 
Um, it, it looks great. Looks the, the, the new game looks good. I have I've completed three dungeons already. You know, game is so, uh, and I'm I'm starting to get to where the game gets really good. So I'm, I'm excited. Nice. I have been thinking it's a, about it's, it. It's a it's a good game. It's a good it is a good game. Uh, it is. I mean, it's a very different experience from Breath of the Wild. Certainly. Yeah. Because like, actually, like, so, like, I know that uh, Max and Jordan talked about it on Slappers, and like, it sounded quite fun. But honestly, the part of it that sounded quite fun to me was like the motion controls. And that's probably because I never had a mm, Wii, and it's still it, kind of a novelty to me. Uh, wait, you have the you have the Switch Lite, don't you? No, uh, Christine has a Switch Heavy. Oh, so well, if Christine has the heavy switch, then you could use. It does actually have motion controls still. Yeah. You can use the Joy Cons to to waggle the the sword around if you want. It just seems kind of so, fun. I just want to swing a sword. It's still an option. It's still an option. So I you mean, can I could get that. a real sword and swing it right. You know. You could get a real sword. You've got the leak. You you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, good game. Some of the best dungeon designs uh, in the in the series, like the the dungeons, have been really the high point. Hmm. Like they're they're really really good. Uh, which is uh, d- definitely like if you've played Breath of the Wild, the dungeons are kind of the low part of that game. So. Yeah, right, right. Anyways, hey, uh, Audrey. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm I've been playing a game that um, one of my co-hosts here has talked about a lot already, but um. I bought Bug Fables over yes! the <laughs> over the uh, Steam Summer Sale, and I've been playing it, and I've been having a fucking blast. I'm only on chapter mm-hmm. two so far. I've been playing for like three days, right? Uh, but um, it's a fantastic game. It really is. Uh, Dan has made the uh, connection to Paper Mario already, which I think you can see the clear inf- uh, influence of. But um, I also feel that it borrows. A lot of, um, in terms of aesthetic and, um, I guess, like, storyline from Okami, which I'm really enjoying. Yeah, Um, Chapter 2's storyline is uh, definitely focused on that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually, so I just beat Chapter 2, so I guess I'm technically on Chapter 3. But anyway, um, it's... After the last, like, several games I've played and talked about here, Final Fantasy Thirteen, Cuphead, and uh, Mirror's Edge, I'm finally having fun with a video game again. Uh, Yay! Which is uh, exciting news for me. It's it's really a delightful game. Um, it was, like, super cheap on Steam sale. Um, and a very, very worthy investment, in my opinion. I, I look forward to uh, playing more of it. Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite... We love to have fun with video games, don't yeah. we? Yeah, I love what they're for. V's great. V, yeah, V is my favorite. I love how shitty she is. Yeah, <laughs> let girls be shitty. Mm-hmm. Let bees be shitty. Yeah, no, V V is great. I I do also love Leaf. I love that he talks into Royal Wee, and no one comments on this whatsoever. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I love V, I love Leaf, I love Kavu, they're all so good. Um, yeah, all three of them are great. They are they are also all great individually, but they are also, what is like rare in a video game I find, especially like an RPG of this fi- kind, is that all the characters are great on their own, but they also, I love the dynamics of them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of like dialogue dedicated just to like them interacting, like you got the tattles, you've got, you can get tattles for both like rooms and NPCs, so they can all... There's just loads yeah. of dialogue in that game that's all really fun and snappy. It's uh, a great game, and I'm I'm really glad you talked about it earlier, Dan. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I never would have heard of it. 
or known about it, and yeah. I'm having a blast. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. As far as games go, uh, there are two I could talk about. Some others that I could talk about. I think right now I'm going to talk about what I've been playing the most lately, which is Metopia. Uh, hmm. Ooh. Uh, Audrey got it for my birthday. It's happy birthday! I oh. uh, my. I played the demo a whole bunch when it came out. Uh, I love... Have you fought yeah. Twerky yet? I haven't gotten to Twerky yet. I know about Twerky, but I haven't gotten to them yet. Uh, mm. I, I'm i in, like, the arid desert or whatever it's called. Uh, the desert area. And it's it's a good game. I, I My party is currently composed of my fursona... Uh, Kabu from Bug Fables, uh, Rover from Animal Crossing, and Mayborowski, uh, from Night in the Woods. Uh, ah. Uh, and it's, it's really fun. I, it's not too complicated, but it's, it's an enjoyable thing. It's, I, I, uh, just, the... Perhaps what really got me into it, though, is just how develop. So, I don't remember if I mentioned it before when I played the demo, but, like, uh, Miitopia has, like, a really advanced, like, thing called makeup and wigs, which yes. just, mm. just, like, revolutionize how you, how, uh, does, how in-depth a me can get. Like, you can just, like, look up Miitopia me's on Google and, like, there's just oh loads God. of shit there. L- like, like it goes beyond, like, the sort of normal set of, like, facial stuff you get on me. You get, you can see some, like, really, really highly designed stuff. Uh, it's absolutely nuts. Like, uh, Christine got it, and, like, we were, we, we, okay, most of the time we were playing me, Toby, we just spent looking up, like, different me's. And, yeah, that's, just that's like, like, half the game. Let's put the entire cast of Jujutsu Kaisen in our game. Like you mm. could just do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Wild. Uh, aside from that, uh, yeah, it's a good game. Uh, I'm definitely gonna be playing more of it. Might play some after we finish recording. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And that, that gets our games are gone. Yeah, yeah. You do it. You do it. Brings us to the announcement we have in the middle of the, which is to announce that we fucking love our ten dollar patrons. Thanks, guys. We mm-hmm. love you. Thanks, y'all. Thank you too, Bubu. We love all of our listeners, but we love you ten dollars more. Erivirich, as dumpster, Nero, Wyvern, and Service. Mwah. 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 Uh, thank you for your money. Yeah. Are you not gonna blow a kiss? Oh. <laughs> I did two. I did two to make up for it. Oh, excellent stuff. And now we can move on to episode Blowing a kiss seven. to my patron homies. For the homies. For the patrons. For the $10 patrons. Kiss the patrons goodnight. <laughs> yeah. Tuck them into bed. Make them a cup of hot chocolatey milk. Two moms, two dads, two homies kissing each other goodnight. See, not gay. <laughs> Uh, episode 72 in the sub is called Destroy the Deck Destroyer. It is called episode 20, Not Playing with a Full Deck. 
Now, this is okay. the episode I didn't actually watch, so I'm going to need you to fill me in on the details. <laughs> right. It rules. Good news. This rules. Done. That's what this podcast does. Um, well, this is okay. to do. Uh-huh. This is my favorite episode of GX we've seen so far, actually. Uh, oh. Because if you know anything about me, um, my favorite strategy of dueling um, is deck out. Uh, is deck destruction, and this is an episode all about that, again, which we haven't seen since uh, Billy Corgan in Battle City. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, this time... With Billy Corgan, is like, that wasn't even, like, a deck out deal. Like, yeah, that happened to that, be that was That was Yugi's way of getting around Slifer, but yeah. that wasn't... I think mean, this I is mean, the entire thing of the deal. It's so good. Well, I mean, the big difference is that... Both sides here end up trying to go for deck out. Mm. Uh, yes, which is that is that is how it is. That's so good. Which I, is, I think, like the critical thing, which is that like Judai sees this, and we'll get into this, but like Judai sees this guy who's like, "I'm gonna get you by deck out," and Judai's like, "No, I'm gonna get fucking you by deck out." Actually, um, mm-hmm. I really wasn't expecting that. I I was expecting the resolution to this deal to be something like Judai was like, "Oh, you've focused your entire." deck on being a deck out deck and you don't so have any defenses no about right oh. I, I can just take all your yeah. life points ha 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 but no he just like turns it back right back mirrors him just like so much better it's so, it's it's, so much better this, this is this is easily probably like my favorite episode in gx it, it, oh. it's certainly it's my favorite duel in gx yeah um so yeah we start we start off on at like the docks and Aster Phoenix is on his private boat, his yacht. He's got his coffee, his nighttime coffee. Coffee, and Cheetos, chicken. <laughs> yes, it's a German joke. Ada, Ada, Ada looks over, and there's a new guy, he's new in town, who has just uh, landed at the dock, and he recognizes him, and it, like, closes up on this guy. Okay, so, hey. You know how in, like, the DC animated universe, they couldn't show the Joker killing anyone, so they had this, like, (laughs) gross Joker gas thing that put these creepy, terrible smiles on everyone that the Joker uh, came across? This guy's been Joker gassed. (laughs) Oh, my my, God. My man is a pervert. Uh, He is... (laughs) He's got, yeah, just a big, like, smile on his face. Like, very polygonal smile, mm. too. Like, it's not, like, it's not a curve. It's, like, it's like a trapezoid. Uh, he's been choker gassed. He's, Honestly. He's, yeah, he's just. I, go my brain didn't register this expression as a smile. I was just like, this, it, this, it, yeah. this is just an evil man. I hope that it's it, just. The, I think. It, yeah, I think his face is just shaped like that. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing you should rightfully register it is as a threat. Yeah. Yeah. No. Very, very rancid aura on this man. This man you know, that's just uh, walk- established right away because he arrives on the island and he's like, mm, "Some pretty flowers. I will destroy them." And like, does just stop, stop, stop. Uh, this um, Van Helsing, Alucard ass looking ass motherfucker. Like, I actually, I have for the first part of the episode, I have him down as like uh, Yami No Miles, like Yami No Edgeworth. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's kind of got the Edgeworth like haircut in the front. My like, favorite, my favorite part of that, Sarah, is that you put down Yami no Miles, where when Yami no Edgeworth would have been more instantaneously uh, recognizable to everyone. 
Listen, to be honest, okay, I actually, the thing I actually have in my notes is Dark Miles, which makes almost no sense. <laughs> I love, um, I love Shadow and Tails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, there's... Yeah, so he, he stomps on a flower just to establish that he's evil. Uh-huh. Uh, to establish dominance against nature. Pretty much. Yeah. He's just like, I love destroying things. Um, we cut to a scene of Sayo who like draws the death card and well, he's first, like, mm, first yes? before he draws the wheel of fortune card and he's oh? like wheel of fate keep on turning tarot deck keep on burning death big card wheel keep on spinning. big wheel keep Shut on the fuck spinning up. i was really i was not gonna say that shit okay <laughs> who me or sarah anyways listen listen to heart spell listen anyways. to heart spell okay yeah sarah um yeah, he draws the Wheel of Fortune card first, and he's like, hmm, Judah is very clearly now going to be the Wheel of Fortune for me, like. He just does not draw the Wheel of Fortune in the dog. Oh, really? He only, yeah, he draws the Reaper of Souls, that's the only one he draws. The Reaper of Souls, that's great. Yeah, so he, he and then he, like, puts it back in the deck, and then he, like, draws death. Hang on, I like, just realized something. Yeah. Uh-huh. If he didn't draw the Wheel of Fortune then... And I think the Wheel of Fortune has shown up before, but he's never said it, it by name. Are they avoiding a copyright or something? Are they They're afraid avoiding... The... No, no, no. It's not copyright. It's um, witchcraft. Right. They're mm. avoiding any, th- any of the official Terra Major Arcana names because of witchcraft. Right. It okay. is very much a religious issue for four kids. Okay. Okay. That's wild. He did, he did draw the fool last episode. He did. He did say the, the fool. Oh, did they? Um, yeah. Alright. They did. I guess I guess death is a little too Though I don't know. Yeah, they can't yeah, say death. I, yeah, I mean yeah, obviously death they can't. Um yeah, he play he, he says the Reaper of Souls. This it's it's right side up. This symbolizes that Jaden's gonna lose his duel. <laughs> Surprise can you prove bitch. Me wrong, Jaden? <laughs> um it just every episode just has him drawing a new card and being like, This is what it means for Jaden and I I sure I guess. Yeah. So we cut over. Do you do you think that Sartorius even knows that Chaz exists? Yeah, I mean, he talks to Monjame. I've never seen him do that. Well, first of all, he dueled Monjame. That's how Monjame got brainwashed. Oh well, I, I skipped that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, Sayo did specifically duel Monjame himself, and then. I was kind. Of, I was kind of wondering how that yeah. happened. I just figured he, he no. was just like Sayo. Sayo he went out, searched, found. He just he just read a really convincing pamphlet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's just uh, susceptible to that kind of thing. No, uh, Sayo did uh, duel Manjame himself. Beat Manjame, and Manjame's like, mm, "Kingdom Hearts is light." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, and yeah, he at the moment Manjame is in Napoleon's office. He's talking about how he's made a special plan to like assassinate Judai and stuff. No, well, okay, I want <laughs> I want to point out in the in the like fan subs. He's like, yeah, there's an assassin on the island for Judai. No, no, that's what he says in the Crunchyroll subs oh. as well. Okay, good. Like literally not, says the word assassin. He's not going to do this. He's not going to do this, but. There is an assassin, and I'm like, excuse me, sir, an assassin? You're just telling this to the vice principal? But yeah, I like how he's just, like, lounging in Napoleon's office, just, like, being rude to him. Um, you like the to see The joke of Majime Thunder, parentheses, rude. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. or like fucking light thunder or whatever he's calling himself now. Fucking gross. Um, but yeah, after that scene, we smash cut to uh, Judai. Just turns out that if you <laughs> if you just send Judai a mysterious map and tell him to follow yeah. the directions, he will do this. Well, in in the dub, it's apparently an invitation to a party. <laughs> With a map. COVID's over, baby. So we're like, all vaccinated. Yeah, hey, we're, we're celebrating. Everybody got vaccinated, so we're going out to a party. Here's a topographical map that shows you exactly where it's going to be. Um. So yeah, Judai, like it's just it's great. In the sub, Judai's like, yeah, uh, Manjomi just sent me this. We're, we've got to find this spot. Just yeah. Um. They find uh, a cave. In inside the cave, they find Yamino Edgeworth. His yeah. name turns out to be something X. It's uh? just no. It's just X. Is it just X? It's just X. In the great in the dub, his name is Howard X Miller. Howard X Y. He plays a mill. Do you get it? Because he plays a mill deck. Oh. Anyways, but but you can call me X. I was thinking what? like Miller from Metal Gear. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty esoteric one. I'm not gonna lie for kids. Um. X is a very normal and not suspicious name uh, for this man in uh, the Deep Cape Rave to be offering Judai. But Judai's like... So he's like, hey, since you walked in here, you have to duel me. It it was in the contract that you signed. And Jaden says, wait, what? I didn't sign a a contract. And he says, you signed the guest book when you walked in, didn't you? Because it's it's a party. And he says, wait. I'm looking at. Yeah, I guess I did. I'm looking at the, this the, man. The, right the fine now. print said what? that you have to duel X and beat him, or the dorm will get destroyed. I so hate he... this dub so much. I can't even tell you. This man looks like a because pervert. Because the, the thing, <laughs> this man is a pervert. Uh, but also his thing is, he is is. Uh, it's pretty appropriate that you called him Dark Miles, because I am aware that the, it is not the case in the sub, but in the dub, he is Sartorius's lawyer. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, yeah. Can we get Ace Which Attorney is all that contract in here? Came up in. <laughs> so, uh, he, the, the reasoning, the reason why Judai agrees to this duel in the sub is that X is like, hey, I'm a pro duelist. I heard you be, beat Edo. I would love to beat you. I've also beaten Edo, and I would love to beat you. And Judah's like, holy shit, like, another pro duelist is asking me for a duel. Fuck yeah, let's fucking go. I love being important. And Edo, Edo is here, by the way, hiding behind a stalagmite, and is like, Judah, are you really accepting this duel? And Judah's like, I'm accepting this duel. Yeah, we, we we this is Aster is how we find out that this is Artorius's lawyer, and also that he has never lost a duel, and uh, the the last guy who tried to duel him got put put in the can for seven years for disorderly dueling. Oh my god, huh. that I mean that does kind of fucking rule. Um, but Kai, it's but your ru- society is in shambles. <laughs> yeah, um, but what he says in the sub, like it just kind of is like, yeah, you know. X won't just beat you in a duel. He'll, like, destroy you and destroy your deck and all Could your you... passion for dueling. No one uh, Sarah... who's ever dueled has ever dueled again. Sarah, might you say that X gonna give it to you? X is gonna give it to you. He's actually, he's gonna take it from you. Oh, sorry. That's what he's gonna do. 
be, yeah, he 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 destroys your very deck and your your spirit to go on. That's his strategy, which is code word for he plays a mill deck. Yeah, deck burn, baby. This is my shit. This is my favorite shit in all of Yu-Gi-Oh! The card game. Now listen, I'm not good at playing Yu-Gi-Oh! The card game. I think we can all acknowledge that. If you didn't watch any of the videos from this year's Cup Agreed, you can watch the hour-long first one round, one round <laughs> I duel. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. The hour-long one round duel that I played against Sebastian, where I lost in just the stupidest way possible. So, folks, uh, I'm not particularly good at the Yu-Gi-Oh card game. But my- When are we going to get round two? <laughs> but my favorite strategy, regardless, is deck out. I don't care about life points. I just want people to spend all their cards and not be able to draw when it comes mm. to their turn. And that is what this entire episode is about. And it's so good to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It is good. So he, a lot of his strategy revolves around uh, this this card called Monster Register. Th- this is a cool yeah. thing. Uh, whenever whenever somebody summons a monster, however many, however like high the level is, you have to discard that many cards from the top of your deck. Mm-hmm. So if you summon a level four monster, you got to discard four, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also plays this monster called Trap Sluzer, which is like a big tripod sort of thing. Kind of war, war of the worldsy. Makes, yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, that makes him immune to continuous trap cards, so he does not have to deal with the monster register most of the time, unless Trap Sluzer's not on the. Yeah. And I also uh, noticed that as well as monster register. Um, so, like another some of his other like card stealing cards it, there's like a purse and stuff and i just think it's interesting yeah. that the the, 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 the stealing the tactics are are sort of like money accountancy themed really makes you think we live in a society mm-hmm. yeah it's purse with a hole which he plays right after another card that makes him like get rid of all of his monsters and draw the same amount of cards like equal to the added up amount of their level which was 10 so he has 10 cards in his hand and purse with a hole makes it so that he has to get rid of them all the way down to five yeah. so that makes him discard a number another five cards that purse with so a hole randomly that, selects yeah. judai doesn't even get to choose yes them. yeah i think like there's one tur- like the one of the first turns of milling like judai loses like 16 cards from his deck which is like yeah holy shit that's a lot of cards. Yeah. It's a lot of cards. And he's, what we get, uh, like, immediately after this is a counter of the number of cards Judai has left. Yes. Um, it's so fucking yes. good. Like, and it, the oh. counter. Do you get the, you, do you get the new on-screen graphic for this in the sub? Yeah. Or? Yes. Which, the Great. design is different, which, I mean, it always the design is, is between different. the sub yeah. and the dub. Um, yeah. But, like, it's, it's the same, like, you know, blue square for us or whatever. Um, same same concept. Yeah, yeah, same concept. Same, you, you get the... same concept. Like where you some additional text have, on it. You constantly have that this, this counter counting down every time Judai draws a card or has to discard um, a card from his deck, and it feels like it very. It's like the twenty four clock counting mm. down. Mm. <laughs> you know, and it's like I don't think like like life points are never really even mentioned in this deal. It's just how many cards do you have left in your deck? No, yeah, because yeah, this really kind of comes up when it becomes clear that for both of them it's gonna be down to whoever decks out first yeah 
Like it, the the life points really don't matter in this in this one. Whose line um, is it anyway? <laughs> yeah. And the life points don't matter. X has a card called Gachi Battle that makes them have to like draw and play a, a monster, which also activates monster register, of course. Yeah. Uh, like so, he has to force Jaden to activate uh, monster register. Um, God, I really want to get into how Jaden gets around this because it's, so it's it's fucking something. Yeah, before Judah gets so, around anyways. this, before Judah gets around this, we do get a pot of greed. Oh, oh yes, yeah. I was just about to say that. Ah. All right. What's everyone drinking? I'm drinking an Asahi. I'm drinking a Pemplemousse La Croix because Ooh. I've been awake for three hours. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, like, if I'm drinking water, no, it's shocking. Who could have guessed? So, like, a few weeks ago, I talked about this hard kombucha that I was mm-hmm. trying, and I'm back at it at the same company. But this one, I'm trying a, a new flavor of them, and this is the turmeric ginger. Ooh, one. What? And they don't lie, that kombucha do ginger. <laughs> hmm. Um, I respect it's called, the, the organization is called uh, Flying Embers, by the way, if anyone is curious. And uh, this hard kombucha is 7.0% alcohol. Cool. By volume. Nice. Cool. So that's fun. Um, before we actually move on to talking about everyone's favorite little guy, Glomos... I do want to. Yes. I want to shout out like how funnily animated like the cash register is. Yeah, and these stuff. guys. These guys look like mimics from JRPGs. It like yeah. Honestly, like it really. I'm looking at the animation on this cash register where like it opens its mouth. It's got a weird little tongue that kind of shoots out in like really not a horny way at all. Um. And like no, it's a mo- it's a big monster. Yeah, it's a and like grabs oh, the cards and like and it's just like it's so it's such like fun animation. And like I'm probably thinking about this because I recently watched Keep Your Hands Off Isaac. It's a very um like Pegasus kind of monster. Like it's a very toony sort of thing. Yeah, and it just like it really makes me think that like Yu-Gi-Oh to be an animator on Yu-Gi-Oh is probably a lot more fun than other series because you just get to animate really weird shit. Like this, cash yeah. You get a, you get a lot of like clashing, clashing archetypes. Like you, you know, like different sort of monsters that move in different sort of ways. It, yeah, it must be uh, sort of pretty fun. And like especially you know, in like, GX, where like I feel like the monsters come to life in GX a lot more than they did in like yeah. Deal Monsters, because like the focus is on the monsters and their personalities because they're guard spirits. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just interesting, and I, I don't know. I'm kind of. Now that I'm thinking about that, I kind of can't wait to see more of like how the cards are animated in GX. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's really a, a cool thing to bring up. Uh, what were we, what, were we, what was I going to say? I forget. Glomos. 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 So, anyways, new guy just summons- New guy just dropped Neospatian Glomos, the cutest guy. little guy that I've ever seen in my life. He's just, just a little, little creature. He cannot change this. It's just like a stick figure man, but he's all glowy. He's got like the the two just the two big black dot eyes. He looks like a webcomic yeah. character from two thousand nine. <laughs> 
In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. He's cute. Yeah, he's so cute. I, I honestly, I don't really know what he does, but I love to look at him. Well, uh, he has like an effect where he can, he can make X draw a card, but if X can't draw a card, it'll make Jaden uh, throw away two cards from his deck. Uh, and depending on what card the X draws, it has different effects. This doesn't really matter. This doesn't really matter. Because a, a, a Glow Moss gets destroyed, and then this is when Jaden puts his plan into effect. The one that kind of ended up uh, beating... Oh, what, what's wrong with your internet, Sarah? Are you good? Oh, it's probably fine, just in case I drop out and keep going. <sighs> okay. Putting his plan into effect. Uh, does, does somebody else want to talk about this, or should I just take it? Go for it. I... Like, honestly, I, again, I'm not exactly sure what Globoss does. I just know that whenever the thing happens that, like, makes Judai turn the tables, like, I just pogged and it ruled. Please tell me what it is. Okay. I Yeah, I'm going to go into detail. So, at this point, he's got Traps Loser, Monster Register. He's got all this other shit. He's got an, he plays another card called Super Guard, which makes it so that none of his cards can be destroyed by battle. This is very important. Uh... Jaden plays Common Soul, which allows him to, just through its effect, summon Glomoss on X's side of the field, right? Which uh, buffs Traps Loser, but that that's not the important part. Uh, so then he summons uh, Electrum, unfortunately. We hate to see <laughs> we it. We do huh. hate to see him. But we gotta see him. Uh, Glad I didn't get to see him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which puts the the four monsters that he used to summon Electrum back into his graveyard. So now he he's got those four available. Uh, he also summons Sparkman. Uh, let's see. Oh yes, and X plays Recycle Barrier, which reduces all of his battle damage. So now he can't take battle damage, and all of his monsters cannot be destroyed. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's. He's immune to everything, basically. I think he says something uh, like in the sub, but anyway, he's like, "I know I have a zero percent chance of losing, or something like that." Yeah, like I, yeah, like I'm invincible. You can't beat me. But the thing is, Glomos is pretty weak. Jane can just wail on it with all of his monsters, and the thing is, at this point, uh, Jaden no longer has any monsters in his deck. Yeah, or any cards because there's deck. a point at so, which whenever he so because sorry, of oh, oh no did I mention yeah, it? oh no I didn't cut it like there's a point at which like he, because he summons Electrum which is like a level ten monster um he's got to discard ten cards but who only fucking has four so he gets rid of four and like X is like oh ha ha I've lost and Judah's like um no you only win if I can't draw a card it's still my turn like get to fuck yeah and, like. So he yeah, because just... you, you you only deck out if it's like if you get to your, the draw phase at the beginning of your turn and you can't draw if you're out of cards. And it's like at this point I was starting to be like, oh shit, oh shit. Keep going, Argyle, please. Yeah, so Jaden has no de cards in his deck, so the effect of Glomoss, which causes him to draw a card, cannot go into effect, forcing uh, X to take two cards off the top of his deck and put them in his graveyard. He has 14 at the start of this and uh then uh he attacks glomoss with electrum with sparkman and puts him down to 10 uh 
and since glow yeah glomos can't be destroyed doesn't and he doesn't take battle damage but that does mean he can just attack glomos over and over and over again to get rid of more cards so he then he defuses electrum to summon the four elemental heroes bubby man and the rest uh attacks it four more times and then plays instant fusion to summon electrum again attacking glomos and putting him down to zero cards and then Jaden ends his turn uh, putting X into his draw phase. Draw your last pathetic draw. card. Oh, wait, you can't. Unlike, you can't. You lose. Like, whenever... Because he attacks Glomoss, like, fucking, like, five times or whatever. However many times. Six times. And then, like, X still has, like, two cards left. And he's like, aha, well, you didn't attack me enough times. I still have two cards left. And whenever we cut to Judai, Judai's, like, counting on his fingers. Yeah. Like, doing a... <sighs> Did I not destroy enough cards? But then, like, psych, it was all a bit. He was doing a joke. He summons one more monster yeah. and, like, destroys those last two cards. And mm-hmm. it's so good. It's really good. And I, I also, like, I also noticed that, like, at the end of his turn, he returns Glow Moss to his deck, which actually gives him one card, I think. Does he? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 the thing is, I don't really know how any of this shit works. I was just looking at it. Um, but it's just like, I liked it, like, before he ended his turn, he got himself one card back. Just, like, as, like, a little safety thing or something, just to, like, really emphasize, I won, I have one card, and you have no cards. How the turntables. Oh, I'm not, I'm not seeing that in the turn-by-turn, like, thing on the, yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Wiki. Yeah, I don't remember I don't that know. either. Yu-Gi-Oh! Wiki is a turn-by-turn. Of course, Yu-Gi-Oh! Wiki is a turn-by-turn. Uh, it turn. very yes. much does, yeah. It does. You can tell it, it's pretty helpful, the actually. Because I got a little lost during this duel, so I, I needed to actually like look at it and understand what was happening. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <sighs> Anything else to say about this duel? I'm just kind of like sitting in the like the like post-nut clarity here. Yeah, I'm... It's a good duel. It is, it is, this is absolutely my favorite shit. I'm so glad that I got to be on for this was like a very pleasant surprise for me um, to be on for the episode where we actually talked about like a deck out strategy and how how you weaponize mm-hmm. uh, deck out. So uh, I, I, I'd love this shit and I'm glad to have seen these episodes. Yeah. Get your deck out. And, yeah. And, and it's so cool that like the it, it is one his opponent is using a mill deck. And two, that Jaden turns it around on him yeah. and makes him deck out. Rather than, like, just killing him or whatever. Yeah. Really good. Good shit. Oh, yeah. Um, well, it... Oh, shit. Oh, actually, no. We've only been going for an hour 14. Um, Don, do you have a segment? Dan, or do you want to go into yeah. questions? Um, I did not prepare a segment, but I could read from okay. the book uh, if you want me to. Up to you, bud. Yeah, I'll read from the book. <clears throat> Sounds good. All right. And now, I'm bringing in Professor Sadius Hanos to read more from The Book of Forbidden Arts. Or also known as Dual Academy Correspondence Course. Thank you, Professor Hainos. Professor Hainos, you're late. 
I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, if it's everybody else is minutes, gone, but I waited. Um, yeah, we're legally allowed to leave class. <laughs> You've got me this time. <laughs> it's fine, Professor. Professor Hanos used the time stone. He's he got here on time. Yeah, it's remote out. learning. That this is going to go up on uh on the cloud afterwards. Where's the book? I have. Here it is. Here it is. I grabbed the old book. Here's the current <laughs> one. Here are some more of Yugi's big moments. Yugi versus Bakura in ancient Egypt. Bakura resurrected Zoro, and the only thing that could stop him was Pharaoh's secret name. While Pharaoh battled. Wait, I read this before. <laughs> Go, Professor Hanos, you're really off your game. Pharaoh versus Zork. When Yugi and his friends gave Pharaoh his true name, he fought. Look, I'm sorry to interrupt, Professor Hanos, but when you said Pharaoh, I really thought you meant the cat. That is an unfortunate coincidence. <laughs> that's, that's just what Pharaoh is in my head now. Yeah. He finally had the key to defeating Zork. First, he summoned the three Egyptian god gods. Then he used Pharaoh's name, combined them to form Halak, Halakti, the creator of light. This unleashed, this ultra-powerful building, powerful being, banished Zork forever. A duel for destiny. With Zork destroyed, Pharaoh's destiny was fulfilled. He could now exist outside of Yugi. He could go on to the afterlife, but that would mean leaving Yugi all alone. And Pharaoh wasn't sure his best friend was ready for that. So he and Yugi fought a duel to decide his destiny. Yugi won the duel, and the Pharaoh returned to the afterlife to rejoin his friend. Thank you, Professor Thaddeus Hainos. Thank you, Professor. I would See like to again. propose that uh, Pharaoh the Cat uh, has an, another secret tree name, which is uh, Katem. Thank you. Thank you. Approved. Great. Excellent. Uh, I have three questions from Twitter. Great. Go ahead. Okay. Read that shit. First question is from Riley L. Hopkins at Rev Rybrit on Twitter. He asks, is church a performance enhancing drug and should it be illegal in sports? Bro, I'm fucking Jewish. I cannot answer this question. The answer is yes. Wait, we got we got Twitter questions? Where's the Twitter post? Fuck. It's fine. Sarah's got it. Don't worry I've about it. I've got it. it. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I usually look at them myself so I can I know them. Ah, okay. Well, say the question again. I didn't hear it. Is church a performance enhancing drug and should it be legal in sports? Uh, is what? Church. Church. I Church? Yeah, yeah like as in... like hosier voice take me to church. Okay. I uh, I don't think church should be illegal. Uh that's Infringing on the rights of religious folks. Uh, however, in sports, 
I don't think you should be able to compete in a sporting event within 24 hours of going to church mm-hmm. or any other right. sort of uh, religious event. Yeah. But more more specifically church, any sort of Christian event. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why everyone in the NFL is an atheist. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, s- well, they actually play those games on Saturdays. Um, before, before, well, actually, every everyone on the games just goes to church on Saturday. Right, right. Strange <laughs> conversation already. Mucky Zedin's male wife at somehammer ninety nine on Twitter asks if you could pick a religion and its symbols to base your decks themes on, what would you pick? Got to be Hinduism for me. So much to draw from. Judaism, bruh. There's so much righteous fury in our history. Yeah, I got so yeah, Jesus. Old Testament God. You could base a lot our of cards on that. Old Testament. I hate using that term, but Jewish God is the angry God. Uh, he is. You 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 could you could say Torah or you know whatever. Yeah, like, Torah. Know. Yeah, Jew. I'll just say Jewish God. Jewish God is the angry sure. God. He's this this Jesus pansying around stuff we don't do that we're we're very righteous uh ignation <laughs> right okay i'm trying to think like what kind of religion based deck would be the deck out deck and honestly i think it's christianity because christianity is like an apoc- apocalyptic religion and they like they keep like preparing for the end times but the end times are never coming, and you're gonna deck out before the end times come. Okay, what are the stats on the Whore of Babylon? Uh, uh, twelve hundred attack, one thousand defense. Uh, I don't know the effects because I don't actually know anything about that. I guess, <laughs> I guess, can disable cards by turning them into a pillar of salt. I don't know what the Whore of Babylon is. Thanks. She's like the big thing from, uh, she rides like the seven heaven-headed beasts in, uh, Revelations that talks about the rapture. She's like, yeah, whatever. I had to take, I had to take this course on medieval and renaissance writers in my freshman year of college. (laughs) And Uh, uh, this uh. is, this is what I've taken from it. Okay. Uh, Hmm. question? A pale horse and its rider was the Reaper of Souls. <laughs> Whoa. Um, right. Honestly, like, like Hinduism would be a very fun theme. Um, and then uh, our third question is from Michael Healy, Michael of Healy. Scientology. Uh, uh, God. All the cards are really expensive. Oh, shit, that reminds me. I want to pick Happy Science. Uh, I recently I recently read up on it, and I understand every... I understand why every Japanese depiction of a cult is like that now. Ah. Uh, okay. Hmm. Gonna Google it later. Our third question yeah. is from Michael Healy on Twitter. Ask, could Jin win a deck out deal against these guys? And then it's that post of those guys who brought a 2,222 card deck to a <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh tournament with the intention oh. of wasting as much time as possible by fr- shuffling it frequently, and then there's just that picture of the two guys. They've got the Milady hats on and the suits, and they've got this special yeah, the, 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 the coffin, big deck case. Yeah, the coffin of cards <laughs> over their shoulders. Yeah, you, yeah, they're doing the fucking. Yeah, you've probably seen this. Yeah, the 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 fucking. Well, he could now because the dance. upper limit is sixty. <laughs> Yeah, mm. yeah. I think he could um, beat a 2000. Guys. I think Jaden is a good enough duelist 
uh, that he probably could, but he might just forfeit out of boredom. Which yeah, means I that honestly... he would. Which means that their plan worked perfectly. I think just the Kikaku. way the way that he would win is by like during the duel, like convincing them that this is not a fun way to duel and get them to surrender the duel. Just I mean, to moralize them into surrender. Like, yeah, yeah. Th- this is like bad sportsmanship. Like you're you're flouting the rules by doing once this, again. This is not how. Do you know what I mean? Like how you should play, bro. Have you ever had fun? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And these guys would be like, no, because look at them. They have never had fun. I don't know. I feel, like I, would have been, I feel like I would be having a lot of fun if I had done that, honestly. Oh, yeah, no, that sounds like it, like a ton of fun. Uh, just do, making an extremely large deck to make a point. They did make their point, huh? Yeah. Oh, they made you a can't, point. You cannot deny that they made a point. What are our Discord questions? So, first up from host of the show, uh, Max, aka Bug Eater Man, uh, says, here's a question. Are there any retro games? Yeah, that's not what he said. Say it again. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) Okay, here's a question for y'all. Are there any retro games that hold up better to their modern counterparts in your eyes? At this point, I think retro games is N64 slash PS1 era and anything before. Uh, I... I have a terrifying revelation for Max, which is that the Xbox 360 is a 15-year-old console. Uh, but anyways, it, at the at so at the time, at 15 years ago in 2006, we would consider the Super Nintendo, which came out in you know, early, like late 80s, early 90s, early 90s. You know, the era of 1991 that was retro then. So I would say yes. The 360, arguably, is retro at this point. Okay. Uh, The only thing that I could possibly think of, and this isn't a fair assessment because I haven't played the remastered versions of them, um, are the Spyro games. Uh Uh-huh. That's that's a bold claim. Uh, I'm gonna... Oh, uh, I think the obvious answer is... Uh, Final Fantasy 1 through 6. Uh, whenever they... All of the, like, attempts at updating them in the past 10 years have been, like, just... Just looked awful. Because Square Enix seemingly forgot that pixel art is good to look at. Yeah, I I guess uh, I, I, I... Is this, like, series that have continued since then? Is this about remakes that have been both. made? Yeah, I, I guess it's it's kind of both, in a way. Um. Actually, I do have another answer for this, and that's Mario Party. God, yeah, Mario Party used to be so much better. Mario Party, Mario Party on the GameCube was such a fucking blast and a half, and so I'm still tra- chasing that high. Yeah, I I really hope that the the new one that comes out is like good, especially since it it will actually have full online like from the start, unlike Super Mario Party, which didn't have that. Uh, hmm. Yeah, Mario Party is a pretty good one. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Every time I've tried to play a retro I, game, it sucks shit. So <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like I I generally just I mean one I didn't grow up with games back then. Like the like the GameCube was my first real like console. Uh, but you know also I just I 
I, I generally like newer games. You know? I actually do have one other answer, okay. which is... Um, so, two other answers, actually. One, I think the retro Sonic games... Um, yeah, for the most yeah, part, I mean, for the most part, have been better than their like 3D successors. They've gotten better yeah. recently, but like they've got they have gotten better. But like the the original Sonic games, the 2D Sonic games were like so much fun and like unquestionably yeah, I, good. I, I, yeah, I did think about saying Sonic because those are those are pretty good. Um, and the other one is actually Castlevania, which I also <laughs> think. Yeah, Castlevania has. Uh, which I also nobody really cares about anything that's come out in the last. Yeah, um, that applies I, to most Konami stuff in the last five years. So um, those are those are, and now that I'm actually thinking about it, um, this is a little more recent. But I'm actually going to say like Ace Attorney, which uh-huh. I think that um, most uh, most of the most recent games from Ace Attorney have been disappointing to people in comparison to the uh like original trilogy plus maybe apollo justice yeah yeah i guess five and six were probably yeah like generally seen as not as good like i i mean i'm easily impressed but i i i I think they were fine uh i'm looking forward to great ace attorney yeah in either case but a caveat to all these is that i i actually enjoy all these games as well i was one of the few oh yeah i was one of the few people who played and enjoyed shadow to hedgehog so like nice (laughs) um i mean to be fair i was like 14 but still Mm -hmm. um uh but i i think like uh those would be i want to say that like super mario world is like generally better than like any 2d mario that's come out yeah absolutely yeah cool yeah, I guess when I when I say like, uh, th- there are like, because you know, I guess I did play original Ace Attorney and it fucking slapped and whipped, and like you know, I did play the first like ten hours or whatever of Final Fantasy VII, and I was like, actually, for a game where every everyone is Legos, this is absolutely incredible storytelling, and then it kind of got to the bit where you can wander around the world, and I was like, I'm bored with this now. Yeah, um, it's because it's I just don't not like as good doing once you that. get out of Midgar, honestly. Yeah. Um, so old old shit can be good, but I don't know. Doesn't mean old doesn't mean good ever, you know. Yeah, I I don't I don't have like a ton of nostalgia. You know, you know what? You should check out Sarah. Uh huh. The Final Fantasy VII remake. How the fuck am I going to play the Final that? Fantasy VII? Literally. Uh, the 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 let's just watch the let's play by Chip Cheese and Magellan. Yeah, Ironicus. really. Okay, but yeah. like I, I listen. I've been kind of meaning to finish the original game before I do that. Fair enough. But the thing is, I'm very scared that's of fair. Seth Rollins. Um, yeah. Listen, I no, beat his ass that's... in Kingdom Hearts. You can do it. <laughs> well, he's played by Lance Bass. It doesn't count. <laughs> he, anybody could beat Lance Bass's ass. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I don't have, like, very heavy nostalgia goggles. Most of these games that I mentioned just have been, like, how much I've actually enjoyed playing the games. And the reality is that, like... I've either played the retro games in their original form and not their remakes, or the remakes and not their original games, so I can't really compare. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we want to talk about remakes, I think all the Zelda remakes have just been kind of better than the originals. I'm including Wind Waker uh, in that one. I know some people didn't like Wind Waker HD. I think it's fine. The Skyward Sword, obviously. Uh, I think the Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask remakes are really good. So, I mean, if you want to count those, but... 
Because actually, I guess like technically the version of Ace Attorney that I've played is a remake because I have the version on Switch, which is like smooth and not pixely like it originally was. But mm, I like, hate that shit. That's just I hate to see I hate to see smooth Phoenix get him out of my face. <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't have any nostalgia attached. To- okay, well, I kind of do because my friends were playing it like in school with like on their like DSs with the pixely versions. But like the the only version of the game that I've ever experienced is like the kind of smooth version. And I'm like I'm just here for the story and like the funny expressions. That's fair. You okay. That's fair. Um, I will say I think the, the the best version of those games is the one on the 3DS, which does have better sprite art than the originals, but is not uh, just entirely smooth vector art. Right. Uh, um, should we next move question. on to the next question? Yeah, let's stop talking about video games. I'm, I hate, fucking hate video <laughs> games. Video Anyways, games. next question is from Jane. <laughs> when uh, Ryusei applied for FaZe Clan, why did they let he him in? He only plays Did-G. old games. He only plays... He he doesn't play any shooters or anything like that. I don't really know Face Clan. I just know that back in like 2013. Nobody wants to watch you play Gradius on Twitch. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Uh. uh he. I don't really know this about Face Clan. Jesus. I just know that that they are like pro pro sport pro esports gamers or whatever. Uh, and some kid who. A kid, or the son of my cousin's husband was a fan of them in 2013, and I don't know anything else. And I know that people like to put fake FaZe Clan tags on their gamer tags. That's it. Uh, Hornmeister, elected Ojama ruler, asks, Favorite entry in the Game Boy's library? Wario. Pokemon Red! Uh... Now I asked which Game Boy, and they did not say. So I'm. I guess we can just pick from any Game yeah. Boy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm, in that case, nine nine nine. I'm gonna go with. Uh, was that a G? Was that a GBA game? Oh shit! Wait, no, it may have been. That was a that DS was game. DS. Wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Although so Ace Attorney technically counts. At, Fine. No, uh, I got this. Golden Sun. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Wario Land 3, which I've never played, but want to someday. I'm gonna go with Mario and Luigi Superstar Fuck. Saga. Okay, I gotta go with Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. <laughs> fucking, fucking stealing my, my, my answer, Dan. No, it's a good game. That's why you should pick it. Oh, wait, what am I saying? What am I saying? I'm gonna go with Sonic Advance or Final Fantasy V Advance. Uh, Sonic Advance is an original game. Five Advance is like the only English-speaking version that people were able to get for a while. And I think it's the preferred version among most. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Next question from Shadow Sandbag. Do you think a Yu-Gi-Oh!-style show where they play Gradius instead of card games would be good? How would it work? One, no. Two, I don't know. Well... I have an idea. I don't understand it thoroughly, but there is these things called, like, caravan shooter competitions that were a thing in, like, the 80s and 90s, uh, where, like, they'd, like, hold these, like, traveling contests for, uh, for, uh, shoot-em-up games and, like, in Japan and, 
And, like, part of the thing was, like, the main thing was less about, like, the main thing was just getting the highest score. So I guess that's how it would work. I don't know the full history of it. I was res- I was reminded when I was, like, going through this episode. This, this is, uh, that's what it, that's how it would work. Like, they, they would, like, bring these games to, like, kids in, like, communities that didn't have game centers and stuff. I think that's like really nice. I think it would be like a nice yeah. kind of almost like slice of life anime about like the circumstances surrounding these kids and like what kind of happens when they get to and like maybe the competition aspect would take a little bit of backseat. Um, it would okay. be nice. Very different. That, show. Yeah, I I actually do like yeah. that idea, Tan. I don't know if it would be Yu-Gi-Oh style though, with like ancient Egyptian spirits and stuff. Yeah, it but... might be more like. Chihara Furu style, if yeah. what I understand about the four episodes of the anime I've watched is like... Chihara Furu is really good. Um, I need to watch the rest of that. Yeah. Uh... Uh, then we got a bunch of questions about Dino DNA, because Dan fucked up. <laughs> and then our next question is uh, from Manjame Blunder, or uh, Gorblesome in the Discord. Uh, which GX character's deck do you like the most? Manjame. Uh yeah, it's mm, it's yeah, we do have a- it's gotta be it's gotta be Chaz's Ojama deck. Okay, if we're talking anime, uh it uh, agreed, it's gotta be Manjame. If we're talking Ooh, about yeah. the manga. Yeah, if we're talking about the manga, which I've been back on my grind reading again, um and here's an interesting thing I Just heard about posting Fuburio screenshots over and over Um I just think it's funny how different Fubuki specifically is in the manga. But, um, so I, I heard of something interesting, actually, which is that um, many of the decks are different in the manga because in the manga, Pegasus is specifically dead because Bakura killed him in Duelist Kingdom. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Um, so All he, comes back to Bakura. Yeah. Uh, so, like, Industrial Illusions is in shambles and they haven't created new but Bakora just changing the meta of the, the <laughs> right so so because because pegasus is dead he hasn't created as many new um decks as are in the anime so there are two decks that are the same uh, judai still uses an elemental hero deck and uh show still uses a viacroy deck but everyone else has com- disgusting has completely different decks and oscar uses an ice deck um, with all Ooh. these ice monsters, and her ice like ago. biggest monster is called Ice Princess, which is this like huge thing. And I I really like it's Elsa. I really like the designs of the cards. Honestly, mm. um, they're really cool. Um, for the record, Manjame uses a dragon deck, and his central card is Lightness and Darkness Dragon, which also has a dual spirit Ooh. that he talks to, not the Ojamas. Um, That's unfortunate. Misawa, I think Ojamas is better. Misawa uses a yokai deck. Ooh. And I'm trying to. Th- oh, that's really yeah, cool. yeah. It's really interesting. So like they all have like these very different decks, but um, I really like Oscar's deck. Um, I also really like Oscar's deck in the anime, but I think it's really really interesting in the manga. Hmm. Uh, also, what's the one modification you would make to Sayo's design to make him better or worse? I'm gonna go first, and I want to give him cat ears. Oh fuck! Oh shit! See, Damn. I. Like, I read this question and I had to Google Sayo Yu-Gi-Oh! GX because it's impossible to keep what that man looks like in your mind at any one time. 
He's oh, like, the I'm psychic just... paper of uh, character design. Like, literally, I... He's got a lot going on, so you're always going to leave out a couple of details when you try to remember Yeah, him. and like, yet again, I've been... I'm just looking at him, and like, it's impossible to have thoughts in my head right now. So yeah, it's just going to be cat ears for me again. I would get rid of that stupid thing in the middle of his head. I or would... Or... The, the, the white bit? Split it into two, and that's where the cat ears come from. Nope. Uh... <laughs> I would no. say remove these little... I don't know what these things are on his forehead. They look like beads or some sort of tech thing. Just get rid of them. They're just... It's its an unnecessary detail. Those are strange. I don't i don't like those either. That's where yeah. you put the ox cords in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because somebody passed me the ox cord and just jam it into Sartorius' head. <laughs> Uh, also, also, which Yu-Gi-Oh protagonist hair would be the most difficult to render in a SNES era game? I know, I'm still looking at Sayo here. It's Yugi! I'm sorry, he still has the most insane hair of anyone. Yeah. Yuma, yeah. Yuma is a close second. I will give that to Yuma. Let me look at these. Wait, which one is Yuma? Uh, Yuma's the one with the, the like weird shock of red hair. No, oh, that's that's the one from Zexel. Yeah, the Zexel guy. Okay. Uh, Yuma is yeah. the one with like the two red things going back, yeah? Yeah, I would say probably Yuma. Uh, uh, the Sevens guy is probably the most easiest to render. It's the least complicated in a while. I think Jaden's got to no, be the easiest. No, Judai's easily the easiest. Okay. I okay. just, I think with Judai it would be, because Judai has quite like subtle hair. Like he's got like a nice kind of like delicate feathery texture to his hair and I don't I don't know if that would really as, as I also don't discussed... actually know what SNES era video games look like so I'm gonna take a backseat on this one yeah as as we've discussed in this show the most difficult to render in GX would be Manjame <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 he's gotta be the one uh uh, uh yeah uh, I think that's it for questions you know, all the all the Yu-Gi-Oh GBA games, the Tag Force games. I mean, there were a lot of a lot of those that had Yugi and and Jaden. Okay, I'm just gonna uh, read this last one because I don't know how successful they were. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we didn't. We yeah, we skipped over it. Uh, which is from Time Wizard Girl, uh, who asks, "How far have you ever made it in the original Pac-Man? Have you ever reached the broken screen zone? I've gotten past like oh, the not. first little like vignette cutscene thingy." Uh, but that's it. I don't think I've ever played original original Pac-Man. I've played Miss Pac-Man. Wait, Man is that Miss Pac-Man a... shit? I don't know. If... I have no idea. Probably the not very about this far Ms. though. Pac-Man machine, and I don't know if every Miss Pac-Man machine is like this. Miss Pac-Man moved extremely fast, and it was very hard to control. Uh, I'm not very good at Pac-Man. So I I only got I don't know. I got like maybe eight levels in. Not that far. I've not got. I have not gotten to a kill screen. Are you kidding There's me? There's levels in Pac-Man. Damn. Oh yeah, they're all the same. All, okay, all the literally the only time I've played Pac-Man probably is bars in New York. So uh, if I'm not at Barcade or Crypt Dogs, I'm not playing it, and I've never gotten very far in either of them. Mhm. Mhm. Right. <sighs> I'm ready for bed. Sorry, gamers. Um, yeah, that wraps it up for this week. So. uh... Let's do our plugs, our patron stuff, uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah. 
I've Arc- been Sarah McCostumes. Hi, you can find me on the internet at sarahmccostumes on twitter.com. Keep up with all my little projects such as Kvothe Killer Chronicles and Never Believe It, all those lovely podcasts. That's me. That's yep. you. I'm? Who's going next? Argyle. Uh, me. I'm Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to a couple of other podcasts that I'm on. One of them being a Wow Cool Robot. Wow. It is about uh, Audrey and Max are also on that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Max. it's about Audrey and Max. <laughs> it, is, it is about yes, us. Yes, it's about Audrey and Max. And our clown to recap. clown <laughs> communication. Yes. So anyways, uh, that is a, a G Gundam currently podcast that me and Audrey are guest hosting on for this season about G Gundam. Listen to it. Uh, the most recent episode went up today at the time of recording. So a week ago, when you listen to this, uh, it is about uh, the the best the best episode of television ever put to screen, <laughs> uh, which is Chibity Crockett uh, getting terrorized by a, a Portuguese clown man in a Gundam. It is definitely, regardless of quality, the most episode that has ever been aired. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. Listen to it. Listen to the show. You can also listen to KMRO-FM. That is Kamarocho Radio. It is a Yakuza podcast. Uh, we just finished Yakuza 2. By the time this goes up, our first episode on Yakuza 3 should be up. Mm. But if not, definitely our last episode on Yakuza 2, because it's already up right now. Listen to it. it was, it's a good game. I still like it a lot, despite all the flaws. Which, you know, we have definitely uh, gotten more negative on it through our coverage, but we still like it a lot. So uh, give it a listen. And that's me. Next up is Dan, because I picked Audrey during the game. Yeah, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. And you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter at biggerchallenge. You can find my other podcasts, which include The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, this, we recently uh, covered an episode on uh, Tales of Story from Sonic Adventure 1, and uh, hopefully by the time you hear this, the episode in which we finished uh, Sonic Boom will be up, or Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric. Uh, Morgan Devon are on that, they're great. They each do their own separate uh, Hunter Hunter podcast. Uh, you can listen to uh, Strangers Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one shots. And we are in the process of uh, uploading our interstitial AP. Uh, I think by the time you hear this, uh, episode nine will have gone up, which will be focused on gargoyles. Uh, uh, you can listen to Video Game, the movie, the podcast, a monthly video game movie podcast I do with my friend Maxie. Uh, this month we talked about Street Fighter. It's not a very good movie, and it's mostly because of one very bad actor who cost $8 million to hire. Uh, uh, you can... And last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And I don't think there's anything 
immediately coming up, so I'm not going to say any happy holidays to Xbox right now. Uh, yeah, happy birthday Xbox. to Dan, Xbox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. happy birthday to me, Xbox. Happy Dan's uh, birthday, Xbox. Yeah. Happy Dan's birthday, Xbox. And then happy Audrey's birthday, Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get to that in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, and that is it for me. So, uh, with all that in mind... Oh, I haven't gone yet. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I, okay. No, don't worry about it. Audrey. Um, Go ahead. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Optimum on Prime. Uh, you can also find me co-hosting Wow Cool Robot with Argyle and Max, who isn't here to defend himself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cloud to Cloud Communication. That's all I got to tell you uh, on that one. Good times. Um, I mentioned a few weeks ago that I guest hosted on a, a friend's podcast called uh, Author's Note to talk about the history of Hasbro and the Switch and audiences behind... Uh, MLP and Transformers. That episode is now up. You can follow Ooh. Author's Note on uh, all places where you find podcasts. And uh, that friend, Tease and I are also trying to start a um, website together that will highlight and uplift LGBT voices in the realm of pop culture criticism. If you want updates about that, you can follow at The Reticulation. That's T-H-E-R-E-T-I-C-U-L-A-T-I-O-N on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook. And collectively, we've been Pot of Greed, folks. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Pot of Greed Cast. You can also support us by donating to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Pot of Greed. Uh, we already talked a little bit about uh, what our $10 patrons get. Uh, they get a shout out in the middle of the episodes. They also and get... Hmm? And a kiss. They, they get a kiss. Yes, they get a kiss from all of us. A kiss from me to the homies. Uh, two kisses because I was late. Um, like our, like all our patrons, they also get uh, access to uh, specific bonus content. We are trying to uh, churn out a lot of <laughs> new stuff there for everyone uh, pretty quickly here. So good time. Yeah, we're going to put out two things this <laughs> month to make up for all the times that we missed. <laughs> we put one up uh, yesterday. I'm putting one up another one tomorrow. Uh, so, good time to hop on board that uh, gravy train. Um, at the $5 level, uh, you get... Oh, sorry, at, before we get to the $5 level, at the $10 level, uh, you get the shout in the middle of the episode. You also get physical stuff from us, which is pretty sexy, um, as I think we mentioned before. Sarah, did you mention that before? No. Oh! Okay, we didn't mention that before. Uh, <laughs> at the $10 level, not only do you get a shout out in the middle of the episode, you get cool physical things that we make for you specifically, uh, including uh, general merchandise. Shirts, general merchandise. Wear them on a string. Yep. Cards. Other stuff. General merchandise, as well as like bespoke shirts that we've made recently. And who knows what else we're going to think of in the future. And at the $5 level, you do get a shout out at the end of the episode. Um, like these lovely people, Colton Crow, uh, Danielle Kalaskis. Please tell me if I've mispronounced that so we can pronounce it correctly in the future. Yeah, you're uh, on us. Yeah. Um, Joelle Thomas, Morg Haunting the Morgue, and Riley Hopkins. And we are all available to be found on the Noise Space uh, XYZ Network. Sorry, XYZ Network, uh, which you can find at noisebase.xyz. Um, yeah, all of the other... you have Canadian. <sighs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing a dangerous game, Sarah. Yeah. Um, uh, you can find us on, at noisepace.xyz as, you, as well as you can find all the other podcasts, I believe, that were mentioned here today. No, not Stranger's Fiction, right? Right. Uh, Stranger's Fiction is audio entropy. Okay. So everything except Stranger's Fiction that we all mentioned here today. Uh, and uh, you can also find other very cool shows like um, uh, There Is No uh, Podcasting in the Cloud Recesses, Zero to Hero. Um, zero. Sorry, Zero to Zero. Podcasting and... is forbidden in the Cloud Recesses. Jesus Christ. All right. I well, not a Royce Nightmare and Era. Uh, yeah, shout I'm out to Nanroy's Nightmare and Era. I'm uh, never doing the ending again. <laughs> Listen, you were doing very I'm not, well. I'm not sure what the problem is. What Did we fuck up? No, we didn't fuck up. What happened? Okay, good. What's the problem? <laughs> um, you did a great job. We're bullying Audrey. We're just bullying Audrey. We're very mean. We shouldn't be doing it. Um, I've never bullied Audrey in my life. <laughs> no, but your co-host has. Uh, well, you know, I'm, can- I'm canceling Sarah right now. Thanks. Goodbye. Anyway, I'm putting face myself face canceled. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting myself face down and never speaking again. I guess. <sighs> I'm sorry. Uh, Peach. 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 <laughs>